The South Congress podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the hosts and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. Salutations, fun seekers. This is What's the Fun in That? The gaming podcast where we discuss our passion for games and we try to describe the innovation and fun in them. I'm your host, Quincy. You can find me on Steam, Xbox Live, PSN, and Twitch as Camvice. You can find me under Twitter at WTFIT or at QTZ for Sheezy. This podcast is brought to you by the Soft Congress Podcast Network. This month, we're doing a game giveaway. We're giving away Moonlighter on Steam. DM the words hashtag fun to QTZ for CZ or at WTFIT. It's all a dream. Am I going crazy? For our spooky Halloween themed episode, I have a special raid boss for you today. Introducing the Mad Queen! Yes, taking a break from the Galactic Conquest, I am joined by the Mad Queen. Mad Queen, say what's up, fam. What's going on, y'all? This is your girl, Mad Queen 88, uh, Amber for short. Uh, I'm happy to be here with you, Q. Round one Round is one. the Triforce. Fight. The raid boss powers knows no bounds. Like Thanos, who threw his beloved Gamora off of a cliff to obtain a soul stone, who are you eating off a cliff? Beloved character, someone that I really uh, was very attached to, especially in uh, one of the first uh, zombie Telltale games that I played, which was The Walking Dead, uh, is Lee Everett. And Lee? for everybody that everybody that has played that game, you know what that sacrifice was anyway. I mean... Damn, you monster. A monster? Like, but we had to do it. So I feel like I'm already used to that pain. I feel like I would be able to sacrifice him uh, to gain uh, the strength that Clementine had in order to uh, go through the zombie apocalypse on her own. She got that from Lee. Yeah, okay, okay. I see. I see the vision. And so, (laughs) um, what would be your special power, your special weapon, your special move? What would be sacrificing Lee's? What did you obtain? I would obtain the power of flight. Light. Flight. Flight. Oh, Flight. okay. That's it. That's it. That's all, all of need. the video game moves, weapon powers. <laughs> you want flight. I want flight. You you want to fly like, away the from all laser, this. the buster cannon, and anything. No. Okay, cool, cool, cool. cool. <laughs> all right. And so, uh, the last question to introduce my raid boss, the Mad Queen. Who would be your nemesis? Who is out there trying to stop you? Oh, my nemesis would be and i have to think more recent because this was a a very painful person that i had to deal with most recently in my streams and i gotta say mr x resident evil 2 mr x yes yeah x gonna give it to you x gonna give it to you it was terrifying i couldn't believe (laughs) how difficult it was to deal with him and how he would randomly just pop up it was terrible so that is my nemesis at this point (laughs) yo i'm laughing i am terrified and laughing at the same time (laughs) 
And so with that said, that's the Mad Queen. Uh, man, we are going to jump into round two. Fight. Brings us to round two. Enzo, Mad Queen, what have you been playing? Um, well, like I just mentioned a minute ago, I had delved into Resident Evil 2 and I actually beat it on stream um, a few days ago. So that was very big for me because I've never been able to play a Resident Evil game at all. And playing Resident Evil 2, uh, the remake, uh, for some reason, I was able to just get through it. And uh, it was a great feeling and also a very scary and terrifying <laughs> feeling at the same time yo that's crazy that's cool um let's see well what i've been playing um i have not been playing any damn scary games because i'll tell you what it may be spooky season but your boy does not deal with the spooky games anymore <laughs> like i used to play all of them resident evil fatal frame silent hill all that but back on the xbox 360 there was this franchise called condemn it was weird bizarre twisted and there was a bear it, it made your boy tap out I am like when I played it, I decided to immerse myself into it. I played alone, turned the lights off, turned the sound up, knowing damn well my anxiety is not here for the shenanigans or that damn bear. Your boy was terrified. I was looking around like I was Smokey and Debo Pigeon Coop. No, that game wrecked your boy. And that's why your boy does not fool with the spooky games. What was it's, so different about Condemned uh, yo, compared it, to like Resident Evil? It was just like twisted and freaky in that damn bear i'm telling you it was like yo like mm -mm, mm -mm. and i get real big anxiety and i got vivid dreams and nightmares nah fam for the final round, we are going to do a couple of dive-ins, and we're going to break down the fun in the games. We're going to start with a personal favorite of mine, State of Decay 2. My mission, find the father I never knew. My mission, find a hero I've never met. He hasn't radioed in days. He hasn't been seen since the outbreak. The last time I heard his voice... The last place he was seen was in Trumbull Valley. It's so, like, for me, I really enjoyed this game. Um, it is listed as a zombie horror survival game, but the correct genre for the game should be a forex game. And if you're not a PC player, you may not be familiar with forex uh, games, but the four X's are explore, expand, exploit, exterminate. And you will be exploring a map, expand your territory, and basically exploit and exterminate the zombies. It, it, it fits. It may be more on the action side, but it's very much a forest game. And so, in the game, you don't play with a set character, but you play with the various survivors in a camp. And you can recruit people to your camp, and you can kick people out of your camp. And so, um, and each character is unique and they have different stats and attributes and there's also a permadeath systems and so the and characters are really here. makes it fun especially me and so each survivor is a unique individual they have their own mini backstory and loyalty quests and it makes for each supply run pretty different and unique so you may have someone who's good at knives and looting 
Or you may have a guy that is good in crossbows or running long distance. So you're constantly adapting to the characters you're using and it forces you, you know, to get out your comfort zone. If you're maybe not good with the axes or you're maybe not good with the uh, guns to try some new. And so one of the things that the game, it does a lot of random generated um, instances with the characters and their backstory. And sometimes those um mix and it becomes pretty cool like i had this one lady named stephanie she used blunt weapons so she was my bruiser when i needed a character to give the horde the beats i would call steph like erica badu would call tyrone and her backstory was she had a family and a child and the way she bonded with her child was going to the renaissance festival and he won a maze there why would they give a kid a mace? I don't know, but that was their deal. So, uh, you know, let them roll with it. So her personal quest to, was to recover the lost mace. So playing a staff, I grabbed another member at the camp to go with me to get the mace, right? And we're going to call her Thelma. Thelma. So Thelma had the pistol. Right. Queen had the little hammer. So we hop in this small hack badge. You know, I had it tricked out. It was pretty dope. And we make our way to the place. We get there, there's zombies everywhere, of course. So we get the mashing on zombies. And a screamer shows up. And a screamer is that special zombie that does exactly that. It screams, alerting any zombies in a five mile radius that meet us back on the menu. So I'm panicking because I thought Thelma would be able to handle them with the toolie. But nah, she was out here shooting worse than the Houston Rockets when they missed 27 threes in a row. We overrun, we loan health pills. I had to go save Thelma a couple times. I had to deal with them down ferals and I was still looking for the mace and I was like damn black women have to do everything by themselves so I finally found it it's time to chunk dudes and I jumped through a window and run towards a little small hatchback like Thelma bring your ass Thelma ignored your boy cause you know the AI be wonky like that sometimes and then I'm running towards the slab and I see a juggernaut. It was at this point I made an executive decision that I gotta go and I peel off on Thelma and didn't really feel bad cause she didn't shoot that well. She would overeat her rations. There was a 53% chance that she voted for Trump. And so left her and it was just me and Steph in the maze. And it was cool because like that was her speciality. She liked the blunt weapons and that type of synergy within personal backstory and play style. It was really cool. And then Steph became the leader of my camp. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the I was just having this conversation on stream where the AI in State of Decay 2 is absolute garbage it's so <laughs> tough try like especially if you're dealing in any uh, and for those of you who don't know uh state of decay 2 obviously is the second game for this title state of decay 1 uh was a little bit different uh i personally like state of decay 1 better because of the attachment to the main characters there's more of a storyline there uh it was state of decay 2 as as q was saying um you play all these different characters but there isn't really there's backstories but there's there's not like uh, a, a bigger connection uh, amongst all the community members that you select as opposed to the first game uh, which is fine but I will say that I think the AI was way better in the first game. I have no idea why this game is so <laughs> trash. Like you, can, they'll stop shooting, they'll run off, or they'll run back into a whole horde of zombies. Like you're supposed to be helping me, Thelma. What's going on? Why are you not helping? Um, 
So yeah, I've many a times had to be like, okay, you're just gonna have to die. I'm gonna have to leave you because you are acting up. <laughs> I can't, I can't sacrifice the character that I am because right. you acted crazy. Yeah, yeah, have you so. ever like left a character and then like ten minutes later they show up the base like, what's up? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh, see, you were fine the whole time. I could have been left you. You was out there about to get us both caught up. You had me stressed yeah, so you ain't stressed. Stressed out. Uh, but yeah, definitely State of Decay, uh, the title altogether, State of Decay, State of Decay 2 is a beloved game of mine. Um, really oh, well, fun to question. play. Quick uh, question. Go ahead. Too many to train thought, but did you complete the, uh, the story-based uh, DLC with Aunt P and... Nope, I did not um, finish Heartland. I, I went back to it and uh, I got to a point where I'm like, this is really hard um, <laughs> with those plague walls and you have to use the plague buster to knock the wall down. And while that's happening, zombies are coming. It's it's a hot mess. So I recently went back to playing it uh, because of spoopy time, because of right. um, Halloween. Um, and I realized, I just realized how difficult it is. I completely forgot because I had taken a break from it and um yeah i gotta i gotta get my bearings again and they made um, the um the plague version of the special zombies so much more tougher exactly like, that makes like, it 10 times worse because everything is a plague zombie including the specials and the regular zombies there's no regular zombies in heartland yeah and it was like trying to get rid of those ferals which it was hard already but throw in that they now have like a helmet or some shit on my head it's like yo it's good to see you and so uh did you have another game that you want to talk about um I, w- I want to talk about and just bringing up older games that kind of um, kind of gave you the creepies, kind of really creeped you out. And I was, yeah, I was actually, I was actually looking for this game. Uh, it was on PlayStation Two, I believe, and it was called Siren. Siren. What's going on down there? It's a Yumi Gary. They're not human anymore. Yumi Gary. Yumi Akuri. Yumi Gary. It's a kind of custom here. A village like this in the middle of the mountains. I didn't even know we had an ocean. Now I understand. It's over. I'm going to get out of here. Before I turn into a monster as well. bring this up no one really remembers it but it was a siren it was a like super um horror kind of like i want to say it's it's kind of like a a a start to outlast like um like (laughs) the first of its kind because i don't remember seeing any other game that was like that uh back then so it's called siren and basically you can fight back in some instances but not all the time and so you have to spend a lot of time hiding and it's cool because you play through all these different characters like there's a main guy and then you play as this little girl in the school and like it just goes back and forth and i had to be like 13 playing this game and I have no idea how later in life I could not play Resident Evil but for some reason Siren it was super scary but I was into it and it was dope because like uh, each person that you play as you can 
you can do some sort of power and see through the monster's eyes. So it helps you figure out where you can hide. Yeah, it's super fun. I I really hope it's on. I can find it on Steam. I I looked. It's not there. Uh, But I hope you know some at some point they bring that game back because I'd love to play it again. I'm looking at like the cover art for it and. It looks very Japanese. Yeah, absolutely it is. Yo, and it has like a little girl on the cover. And Mm -hmm. I'm tapping out already. I've seen the ring and all of those (laughs) types of... mm -mm. If you ever get a chance, if you want to look at the uh, gameplay, I found it on YouTube somewhere. And it's it's even scary today. Like, it's an older game, but... It holds up today because I was watching someone play it and I was like, oh, this is scary. Okay, I'm out. I'm gone. <laughs> All right, I'm going to head out. <laughs> and see, one of the things about the older games, instead of real, um, instead of relying on um, the tech to maybe overcompensate to try to make things more scary, they worked within their limitations. Um, they used the camera angles. They used like an... Uh, Silent Hill, the draw distance was very short, but that was part of the uh, story and so it added to the tension, like you can't see very far due to this fog in the town mm-hmm. and so, um, even though it I think be- also they did a very good with audio, like yeah. there is, it's not a horror game unless the audio is on point and <laughs> I think a lot of the <laughs> I think a lot of the older games focus on that a lot and now that takes us to our final round. Any parting shots? Um, just happy to be here on the podcast with BQ. It's great to hook up with the people that I've made great friends with through streaming, and uh, it's a good time. That's the fun in that. I really Yo, appreciate and you I appreciate me. that because you are <laughs> one of my favorite late night streamers. You get on, you're always playing some sort of fun game, and your commentary is the best in the business. Um, <laughs> That final fantasy playthrough, yo, if you have a chance to check out uh, Mad Queen where she's streaming and there is text where she has to read, 100% it is on point. Rufus and his hot boy Summer. Hey, hot boy Summer Rufus, (laughs) flip that hair, sis, flip it. (laughs) Undefeated. It was so good. And I appreciate you so much for coming on. And thank you so much for coming on. And thank you at home for listening. I hope you had as much fun listening as we had playing games and making this podcast this has been what's the fun in that hi fam it's been fun from the ghastly eerie i can see to the ends of the world and from this vantage point i declare with utter certainty that this one is in the bag Want to support the show? Want a specific topic, comment, show, or movie discussed? Supporting the South Congress podcast on Patreon allows you to dictate the conversation. Visit patreon.com slash Seahawk for details on how you can support and guide the show. 